Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Kitchen Garden offers down-to-earth advice from the finest minds in gardening to make sure you get the tastiest produce from your plot. Packed every month with hints and tips on growing your own fruit and veg, it's perfect for beginners and experts alike. We have seven different offers available exclusive to our podcast listeners, so there's something for every budget. And don't forget that all subscribers are eligible to sign in to our subs club on the Kitchen Garden website. So go to www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash KG229 for all the details. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Kitchen Garden podcast and thank you very much for downloading it. Uh, And I'm here with the KG team and we're looking through the July issue this time. Um, Quite a a summary issue as you'd expect, Uh, peaches on the front. So um, we're going to take a quick look at jobs, jobs for the month, I think, on the plot. We are. Well, there's yeah. a lot to do in July. There is. Well, there's a lot to pick and harvest mm. in July. So um, Martin Fish has been busy, hasn't he, with his uh, various fruit and veg? Yes, yes he good, has. Good time of year to start picking raspberries. Looks like his Labrador eats most of them. <laughs> but, uh, I've got, got, one I've got like many that. raspberries on my plot. I've got some in pots, actually. They do quite well in pots. Oh yeah, raspberries. Mm. That's right. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's a new variety isn't there that you can you can grow in pots. Um, yeah, yeah, Ruby Beauty. You've Ruby got one, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't produce a lot of fruit last year, but I'm hoping mm. this year. Yeah. Is yours doing all right? Uh, yeah, it did last year. I moved it from pots and put it into the ground, and it oh. did so much better, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm still in the pot, so we'll have to see how it goes. Thought I'd killed mine. Went away on holiday and came back, and it was. It looked as if it had died, but it's all come back. Oh. So amazing. Yeah. So he's harvesting some broad beans. One of your favourites, oh, Tony. Yeah. On the broad bean board. <laughs> but yes. I was I was that. picking some yesterday. And what amazed me was how many pods there were and how few beans. <laughs> you know, you get a pile of pods, don't you? Yeah, you but you do. do get plenty. Yeah. It's pretty you can't eat the pods. <laughs> <laughs> but I do pick them really small, and I think that's that's the difference between enjoying them and not enjoying them. Yeah. Are these in the polytunnel? Yeah, I've got some in the polytunnel. They've been ready for a couple of weeks, I think. But the ones that grow outside weren't that far behind them, actually. I picked some of those yesterday as well. Mm. Cool. So that's good. Oh, we've got uh, 
I've got a good uh, tip for you. It's, um, uh, well, it's in a couple of places in the magazine this month about freezing herbs. Mm. It's a good way of preserving your herbs is to cut, uh, pick the leaves off and then put them into a uh, ice tray and fill with water. And then you just pop out the ice cubes when you want some fresh herbs mm. in the winter. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Flowers as well, the porridge flowers in there. Asparagus peas. Did you say you you were growing some of those, Steve? Or have I imagined that? Have grown them in the mm, past. Mm. Yeah, really pretty. The, yeah, lovely, the lovely flowers. flowers. Yeah. I'm not quite sure about the actual. I've pick. never met, I've never met anybody yet that likes them. All right, but you've got to pick them really quickly. Yeah, pick them young. Really you? young. They get and tough so fast. Yeah. Uh, but they look nothing like peas, are they? Not sure. No. No, they're not. They're actually I, admit, I kind of liked them that much because I'm not growing them this year. No, but I was. I was like, I was really impressed with how yeah. pretty they were. Oh, they're, lovely yeah. flowers. Ornamental. I mean, they're, they're worth just growing in a, in yeah. a border, really. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And uh, oh, old cherries. Yeah, as always. I do love cherries. The birds usually enjoy those as well, they, don't they? Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the piece we've got this month is all about how to protect them. Mostly, anyway. Although I've also got a nice feature on pruning them as well, pruning stone fruit, which is always a, a bit of a mystery to some yeah, people. Yeah, well, it's the sort of thing you need to do in the summer, isn't it? Mm. Rather than winter with stone fruit. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But you can also do summer pruning of apples yeah. uh, this time of year. Um, obviously, that's just kind of just removing the excess growth, really, isn't it? Mm. Just try and encourage more fruiting buds. That's it. Yeah, I always um, cut the branches back when they've got about as long as your secateurs. It's about mm. eight inches or so, and then mm. snip them back. See, Martin's also pruning gooseberries in here, which is a good idea. Once they've got the fruit on, so you quite often are taking the tips off. You take all the um, mildew as well, yeah. goes with it. So it's, um, and the uh, the green fly. Yeah, well, mine, mine have been attacked by the sawfly, gooseberry sawfly. Oh, oh yes. Absolutely stripped them bare. Completely takes off I did have them covered and then I didn't get around to putting it back on. Oh, oh no. And it's just amazing how quickly they... Overnight almost, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fruit's still there, but the leaves have just kind of been... One, of the, one of the things they suggest is once you see an attack, is you can if you put something underneath the bush, and like a bit of um, sort of um, membrane... Mm. Oh yeah, because that's supposed to because they do drop down, don't so they? they drop down, pupate right? in the soil yeah, and then yeah, they re reemerge and mm. can sometimes stop that's future future issues. Future yeah, problems, yeah, but not yeah. obviously I haven't done a lot for this time. Very good, yeah. And uh, in the greenhouse, I notice uh, the sweet corn. Yes. Yeah. Your yeah. Tonight, I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's got a little mm. way to go yet. But, so um, it's wind pollinated, yeah. isn't it? So are you going mm. to go and rush through your polytonal creating a <laughs> flapping your arms? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or giving them a good Something shake. Like that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I should be keeping. <laughs> are you a shaker or a blower? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Prefer a good shake. I should. I should go through. I'll give them a tap when I'm doing my tomato. Tomatoes, I've got to do the same with those. Yeah, I'm a bit paranoid actually. I've not grown them in, inside before, and no. um, mm. I'm leaving the doors open and, and just hoping that I get some bees in. I'm, I've grown some borage in there and some tadgetes to try and get them in as well. The oh, for the tomatoes, the mm. yes, it's not going to help me sweet corn, no. is it? Wind pollinated, mm. but mm. yes, yeah, so I'll just have to tap those. Although, with both the doors open on each end, 
Mm. You know, you get a sort of wind tunnel effect. So, um, and the, the peas are, are fine. They've um, they've podded up well. So nice and protected in the polytunnel as well, aren't they? They are. Yeah. It's mine yeah. get blown to bits really where I am. But yeah. Outside. So they've got a little way to go, yeah. Mm. But um, mm. growing a variety called Bodacious, mm. which I've never, never tried before. Mm. It's a modern one, I think. And uh, yeah, way to go. I've also got some um, runner beans in there, so I'll have to see how they go because uh, I don't get the insects on those. I should have to go around every night with a brush one time. <laughs> They, um, shaking and waving, I've been brushing as well. <laughs> unusual variety, aren't they, Steve? Yes, yeah, it's called Black Emperor, mm. which I, I know nothing about. It's a heritage variety. Mm. I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if somebody is winding me up and just made the name up when they gave me the seeds because I can't find anything on it at all. So either it's extremely rare or I'm very gullible. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's lovely black, glossy black seeds. And is that um, where you think they get the name from? Or? I'm guessing, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's say they're in full flower now. Red, so. red flowers? Mm. Yeah, very, very yeah. pretty um, red flowers. They had nice purple stems when they first came through. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, just uh, not, not, not got the first pods pollinated yet, but I'm hopeful. And, uh, yeah, we've got a little bit on tomato care. Um, in the greenhouse, so that's again just getting the first fruits now, are you, yeah. Tony? Yeah, nipping side shoots. Yeah. My, uh, my, uh, feed. my cod tomatoes going well. Oh, yeah, with that's the, right. Yeah. The grafted tomato with four stems. Have you have you managed I've to, managed to fan, fan them it. out? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, taking the side shoots off. And so they're all the same variety, it's just yeah, four, four grafted shoots. Four grafted on shoots, on. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. So you still have to pick out the side sheets on them. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting, will it, to see what they uh, produce? Yeah, I've made a a mistake. I've I've grown several varieties in the greenhouse I've not grown before. But I found that I've got a mixture now of cordon ones and bush ones. Mm. So of course you side shoot the cordon ones, not the bush ones. So it's not going to be long before I start side shooting the bush ones and leaving the cordon ones. So I'm going to have to make myself some labels, I think. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you can uh, put some strawberry runners, get some strawberry runners going as well, can't you? If your strawberries yeah. are, um, you know, developing runners, yeah, just pop them in a uh, some compost and. Yeah, yeah. My, my, Fix them in. Want them stra- is it strawberries and cream? Just add cream. Just add cream. That's mm. the one. Mm. Hasn't hasn't started to flower yet. It's a bit early, yeah. They're mm. still small, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. I saw that last year at the trial ground, growing in a basket, and it, it looked wonderful. Pink it flowers. Pink flowers, yeah. Mm. yeah. Right, it's pink flowers mm. and the, the really red nice, strawberries. Yeah, nice red red quite a good size of strawberries. Yeah, lovely flavour. So yeah, looking forward to those. And if anyone's seen the, the video on YouTube, we've got planting up a planter, uh, which we did recently, a planter from Hacksnicks. Um, I, I planted strawberries in that and they're going oh. really well. No, yeah. yeah, loads of fruit. I'm going to have to cover it up though because the birds have had most of it. So yeah. Those things just remembering, isn't it? There was a nice letter about rhubarb leaf mulch, you know, it's usually rhubarb leaves. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. you know, to um, keep your weeds coming up. It's a good idea that, isn't mm. it? Because mm. I suppose as they rot, they, you know, bring back nutrients to the soil. 
Because I suppose some people might worry because they say they're poisonous, aren't mm. they? Rhubarb leaves. Mm. Of course, if you just put them on the soil, yeah. it's not actually going to cause a problem, is it? No, they're fine then. As soon as they're rotted down, yeah. same in your compost, isn't it? Once they've rotted, they're, they're okay. And it's all right. You, you use a bit of, bit of grass clippings, don't you? Yeah, your especially, your crops. especially things like sweet corn, you know, just keep the moisture in. and um, mm. Again, it, it feeds the crop as well as you're going along. Mm. Keeps the weeds down a bit, not totally. So you're growing your Dubenton's kale again, Em? Yeah, gosh, it's an amazing plant, that Dubenton's mm. kale, a variegated form. Uh, so it's really pretty. It's got this lovely white edge to the leaves. Oh, yes. It's and once you get an yeah, established patch, it literally just stays, it just grows all year round. And you can harvest it all year round. Mm. And obviously during the summer you just pull off some little shoots and stick them in a pot and within a couple of days they've rooted mm. wow. they root so well um, and it's a nice mild tasting kale it's not bitter mm. uh, so it's it's brilliant absolutely brilliant and yet it's it's so rare you just so can't find it anywhere it's I think I've got mine from Pennard plants, but is that the only place you found yeah. that do it? Yeah. Mm. So it's very ornamental, really. It's lovely, mm. isn't it? I like yeah. the white edges of this. Yeah. And I don't know of any other kales that are sort of perennial or that you can certainly take cuttings from. Mm. Um, it's quite unusual, really. But I mean, there are some very pretty cows, aren't there? I mean, you're growing some, aren't you, Steve? That are supposed to be yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of work red, going on. That curly one, yeah. that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll try it and came um, free with KG, didn't it? That's right. Yeah, the red curly, red curly, curly. scarlet. That's it. Um, lovely. Yes, yeah, so that's a nice one. Grew that last year. Looked really nice with um, calendulas in the garden. Mm-hmm. And pot marigolds. Nice what does it taste like? Is it? Yeah, lovely. It's not yeah. a bitter. No, Sometimes the reds no, are quite bad. bitter, aren't they? But mm. Yeah, no, it was okay. It went right into the winter as well. So it was sort of the last thing standing, if you like, um, right through until the next spring before I pulled it up. I'm trying one called um, Duo Mixed. So I think the seed companies have latched on to the fact that they can be quite ornamental. And um, this has got two colours. It's uh, one a bit like your Dubenton's kale there. And it's got the... Um, variegated leaves although well, I think these are supposed to be white with a green edge curly sort of edge mm. yeah. um, and another one with a sort of cerise really bright cerise pink midribs mm. that, um, that's, that's supposed to be sweet as well not sweeter than ordinary kale so I'm trying that this year I think that was a TNM Thompson Morgan one mm-hmm. we're talking about colourful veg we've got a nice feature on um, beans in this one heritage Beans by Rob Smith. Um, he mentions a lot of the, the colourful um, podded French beans, dwarf French beans, and climbing French beans. Um, I'm growing some of these this year as well. Um, some purple podded ones again in the, in the polytunnel, but I'm not so worried about those because they're self fertile, aren't they? So I think we'll not got to worry about the bees with that one. There's some so strange names of these heritage beans, aren't there? Yeah. So the one called the lazy housewife. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The days before PC, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait to see the lettuces in next month's issue. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> and the, the the one of the stories in there is it's the bean. It's the Mayflower um, bean. It's oh, um, yes, a really yeah. old dwarf bean. 
Um, it was apparently taken to the stakes with the pilgrims. Yeah. Mm. That's why it's got the name Mayflower. Um, but it, it, you know, it actually really gained in pop- popul- popularity over there. Uh, and it was almost forgotten over here. So it was sort of taken from here and then almost forgotten here, but really popular over there. Mm. Um, so it's not easy to find in, in the UK. No, I've never seen it. Oh, no, no very, very unusual. The, the actual seeds do look like pebbles. So really pretty. So that was interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of great stories of these heritage varieties. Oh, there is, yeah, always. Yeah, growing one, um, it's not a heritage one, but it's called Amethyst, which is a nice purple podded one. That's a dwarf dwarf one, yeah. Yeah. Some of them lose the colouring on cooking, don't they? They turn green. Mm. Yeah, they do. But again, that's quite ornamental, you know, those amethyst. Mm. Beans. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they've got nice purple yeah. flowers as well, and sort of dark, very dark green mm. leaves, and a sort of purple tinge. Mm. Again, yeah, you could yeah, grow those just it. to look at. Really, pot, love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You did something on Burridge as well, Steve. It's a brilliant picture there in the mag. Yes, it's an amazing, picture, amazing colour, isn't it? Burridge mm. flowers. Mm. Oh, Lovely. wonderful! Yeah, good for the bees. Bees yeah. love it. Can't you? you put the flowers in your, in your drinks in ice cubes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like, nice. inky, like cucumber apparently, the flowers. And yeah, you can eat the young leaves as well. That's a bit hairy, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eating nettles, but um, yes, yeah, they're edible. They are edible. But um, I'm growing a few, just I've planted a few in the, in the polytunnel to try and get the bees in because bees just love them, don't they? Mm. Smothered with them. Oh, we've got a, um, a nice feature just to remind you that it's not all work and you do need to. Um, Relax in the garden as well. Um, feature on from patio to barbecue. So just about um, harvesting. We've talked a bit about harvesting, haven't we? But uh, harvesting and, and cooking. A few recipes there and ideas for you to um, how to use your produce on the patio. Yeah, you've got your top ten barbecue favourite veg. Yeah, well that's actually all. Sweet potatoes. Really, number so. one. Yeah. I, I like the idea of taking the rosemary stems and using them as the um, skewers, skewers mm. for your yeah, yeah. me and all for the veg and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, a good that idea. Well. Yeah, you've got to soak them first; so they don't just burst into flames. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a useful tip. Because <laughs> yeah. I've not done it, but I'd like to. Yeah, it does I work well. You do need to remember yes, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, end up in the fire. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so hopefully that just reminds you to. To stop for a while and um, in, enjoy enjoy your veg, rather than just slaving away weeding all the time. Well, so that's just a quick roundup of what yeah. we've got in the magazine. There's obviously a lot more than that, um, and lots of great competitions and things that you can enter, including our passionate plotter competition, which you must must keep plugging, uh, and our giant marrow competition. If you oh, want to grow yes. a marrow along with us. Uh, we've got Marvin the Marrow grown on the KG plot, and uh, we're going to see how big we can grow him to. Yes. And, uh, if you can beat us. He's looking promising. Any, any tips? Yeah. Courgette size at the moment. Plenty <laughs> of water. Mm-hmm. Plenty of feed. Plenty of feed. Don't give trade secrets away. No, not too many secrets. <laughs> and I've well, already, and I've already, I've already moved the fruit onto a piece of um, brick uh, so that it's not uh, resting on the soil. It didn't rot. Because it did look like his end was about to rot. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. We don't no, want don't Marvin's want end rotting. No, early. we don't. 
No. Last thing we need. Yes. yes. Rotting <laughs> bottom is no, just not all what we can't all recommend it. And say thank you very much for joining us. Um, and we hope you enjoy enjoy the podcast and um, that you'll enjoy the magazine as well, whether it's online or from the shops. Thank you very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.